0: <clears throat> rolling extra extra this just in welcome to Uncover Girl the podcast that unpacks the most memorable celebrity profiles of all time we're your hosts Ivana Ryder and Beatrice Hazelhurst. Ready to unravel and review every culture-defining A-list interview. With the help of writers, industry experts, and even the talent themselves. Journalism might be dying, but you better believe the celebrity profile lives on. Monkeys mop
1: buckets and an appearance from Haley Baldwin. Get ready to meet Justin Bieber as he finds his purpose. Maybe you've already read it, but you heard it here first.
0: Goes. Oh my goodness. Welcome back. Welcome. Hi. Hi. And welcome back to you, Beatrice. Welcome back to us. Oh my God. Welcome back to us. It's been a journey. We've taken a break. A lot has happened. We're coming back
1: from a hiatus of sorts.
0: Yes. I braved a cyclone and COVID-19. Have you heard of her? uh in
1: new zealand yeah beatrice went through what some people don't go through in throughout the course of their entire lives you went through in in what six weeks you were there
0: yeah yeah six weeks oh my god that was a long that was a time. long time i felt it i, I felt your. Absence. i know there was a
1: point i was just walking around my house like a lost puppy where I, where is she where's my friend
0: well this is what I feel. I feel like this is our our reintroduction of sorts our rebirth yeah it also coincides with the astrological new year which is t- today? Um,
1: I have full body chills. I a, a, don't.
0: Week, a week ago,
1: <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah,
0: or a few days. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It's the only New Year that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're new to the podcast, hi, I'm Beatrice. I'm Ivana, and we are about to get into all the nitty gritty details of a truly chaotic profile. I know. Which is also, I think, about
1: rebirth in a lot of ways. Yes, absolutely. I think the the theme of today is rebirth.
0: Oh, it's very on brand for our entire outlook and energy at the moment.
1: And I think before we even get started, we just have to say that we have been humbled humbled and blown
0: away blown away by the responses <laughs> we have all. recorded in a literal bubble a vacuum. So, a vacuum of just the two of us just echo chamber of our ideas truly no outside interference and to receive your messages has been i mean the light of our lives like. oh my god
1: the way that i feel when i get a dm or something a text oh my whole day is made, my month is made. I have felt like I'm flying, yeah, getting the feedback. It's just been, oh my God, so sweet and so shocking,
0: truly, and especially because it's just so much about very niche personality quirks <laughs> and nuances, and the fact that you are alignment i mean we've never felt more seen
1: no we just have now it feels like a huge group of friends yes and everyone gets it
0: the argos i know what a gift we also have to say a quick thank you this is long overdue to the very beautiful ben evans oh my god if you have among kings prince of the paper and the pen and the paint (laughs) uh, if you want to follow him his name is ben is right on instagram and he is such a talent he is responsible for our cover art and every little illustration that you've seen related to Uncover Girl, that is all Ben. And we're so, so grateful because Ben is
1: a once in a generation talent, I would say.
0: Yeah. And we got him for free. I know. <laughs> thank you so much, <laughs> We got ben. him at the, the very cheap, and inexpensive price of free. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. I don't even know where to from here. Okay. What is inspiring you? Okay. How, yeah. So...
1: I've spoken of this in a previous episode, how I lost my trilogy that I dreamed. Yes. and Her three-part
0: book series. My three-part
1: book series that I had a dream. I was so tired I didn't have a pen near me. I didn't want to look at my phone, the blue light, as we all know. Absolutely (laughs) toxic for you Um, and your circadian rhythm. And so I said, I'll remember this. Of course, I'm not going to forget this million-dollar idea. And I didn't remember it. I don't remember it. I can't even remember anything about it. So I got my little notebook, and I had a dream the other week. And I wrote this in my notebook so that I would remember to have it for my inspiration. This is a shameless
0: plug as well. Yeah, this
1: is. It's going to sound like a shameless plug, but it's really, I just feel like maybe a too deep look into the inner workings of my mind, which was that I had a dream that I woke up. So already we're sort of in the Inception universe. (laughs) Right. And I looked on our Patreon page, which if if you don't know, we have a Patreon. Yes. We had one follower. I'm currently the only patron on our Patreon. Beatrice is not a patron. No, I need to pay (laughs) us that $4 a month. I was like falling over myself to get to my cell phone to call Beatrice to be like, oh my God, we have a patron. Like, oh my God. And then you woke up. And then I woke up and I went and I checked the Patreon first thing and it was all a dream. And it just really shocks me that like, anything can happen in a dream. You can fly. You can make millions of dollars. Like, what I came up with was the one follower, the one patron. And that's That was the best I could
0: do. Oh, my God. The deep recesses of your mind. <laughs> I know. And this
1: has happened before. Yeah, one Christmas, Stephen made my fiancé, Stephen. Um, shout out, hello. Um, (laughs) he made a pork chop one year and then I went to bed that night and I dreamed he made a slightly bigger pork chop. The bar is low. Low, (laughs) low. My dreams, quote unquote, just reality with like a little bit of spice. Yeah, a little bit of seasoning. Yeah. A little twist. (laughs) Um, So if you'd like to make my literal dreams come true please
0: subscribe to the
1: patreon that's what
0: i was gonna say i was gonna say there's really not that big a gap between like when they say reach for your dreams anything is possible it truly is possible i know and
1: our patreon i will tell it to you right now is uncover girl it is the
0: name of the podcast exactly
1: (laughs) Uh, patreon.com uncover girl Okay, so that aside, what is
0: inspiring you, Beatrice? I've got a kind of a heavier one, and I've got a lighter one. Okay. So dealer's choice. Start with the heavy and with the light. Okay, start with the heavy. What was actually truly inspirational about being home and being in the midst of a once-in-a-century cyclone um, was that I got to see how the mind really works and kind of the mental gymnastics that we do to make ourselves feel better. In the case of a friend who whose family lost pretty much everything. I mean, their house was flooded and buried in mud. A lot of their their animals, their livestock died or went yeah. missing. I know it's it's really heavy. And she said, "You know, I no one no one died. Like no one died, and that's amazing." And I said, "Totally, but in the spirit of your feelings are valid. You know, I want to make you feel seen and heard and you know, you could admit that this fucking sucks. Like you lost all your clothes, like everything's gone. You saved your passport and that's about it." and she was like no honestly dude like thinking about it in these terms really helps
1: it's like the zero and the one
0: yes the, z- the binary yeah a call back to a former episode it is yeah. it's the binary the psychological term is downward social comparison but it really helps especially in this context to be like at least it wasn't at least it didn't at least no one and that was really revealing and and truly inspiring to me i think it it can be super helpful. I mean, we're always told like comparison is the root of all evil and thief of joy and all the other kind of adages. But this was just so powerful and really put, Life into perspective. So yeah, that was a great.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, I'm, genuinely so inspirational. Usually
0: we come in here and yeah. we're like, he texts me yeah. and I went off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pool is also shallow for the inspiration. Just yeah. like your dreams. <laughs> I have a lighter one though. Okay, go go. So Ivana and I are members at a very fancy gym franchise called equinox it costs many many millions of dollars a month that we willingly sacrifice for the steam room and the fresh towels and the pool and the pool and i just found out that at the west hollywood equinox sean mendes is a frequent attendee (gasps) like so frequent that our mutual friend miles yeah shout out miles was approached by him To ask how many sets he had left to get off a machine. Stop. Yeah. Miles said his whole body froze. Yeah, of course. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. Or fun. He said there was like a physical wetness, like almost immediately. I was confused (laughs) by from which artifice the wetness was... All of them. Protruding. (laughs) Soaking the floors. Apparently he goes there all the time. Sean literally goes to a public gym and we could... Meet and witness and be in his presence if we were to drive the extra 10 minutes to that location. Okay, we should do that. I'm not joking.
1: You and I. I, Okay, what statistically do you think would be the safest bet that he is there?
0: That we could run into him is it like, like a, a two weekday? p.m. a two p.m. Yeah, a weekday definitely. He's my celebrity crush. I don't know if I've ever revealed that. No,
1: I, we've talked about him, our sweet butter noodle boy. I I also feel I, a big crush on him. Yeah, big crush on him. Big, and big, the, big, the recent reveal, the recent tattoo, the recent good boy, good
0: boy, oh, tattooed on his forearm. Oh my, God, everyone
1: <laughs> and their mother has been like, I want him to choke me with a good boy arm.
0: <laughs>
1: no, okay. Well, we'll keep you updated if we go and we run into him.
0: I know. And speaking of Canadian icon it's the spring of justin bieber
1: oh our profile today an iconic
0: truly iconic we've been waiting for this one like hillary duff waited for rain in a cinderella story
1: no we knew it was coming
0: it's it's been on the radar on the watch list it's been queued up for so long this is justin bieber would like to reintroduce himself from 2016 gq Okay, first of all, I'm going to kick it off because I'm so interested in your thoughts on Justin Bieber as just a, an entity, a business model, boy, a man, yeah. boy. Oh my How God. do you feel? I was struck by him. I have a funny story about this, actually, because this
1: contributed a lot to the sort of fandom of Justin Bieber that was early in my life. So I remember the baby music video when it came out. I remember the Canadian roots. I remember... Feeling drawn to him, I remember thinking, whoa, he's got great hair, when it was all swept to the side. Oh, my God, great hair. Oh, my God, gorgeous. And I remember just thinking, cutie. And then a girl in my high school went to his concert. And he used to do this thing where he would pull up a girl from the crowd. She was
0: the one less lonely girl. She
1: was the one less lonely girl. No. And she came to school the next day. And I just remember it was like the energy was palpable in the air. Every, she, I don't know how people even found out about it. I, he gives them flowers, I believe. That's like yes. a part of the thing. And I believe that she came to school the next day with the flowers, which I would have done. I would. Oh, of course. Of course, it's just the reasonable thing to do. Yeah. It's just the logical thing to do. And everybody lost their minds. I remember her being like crowded and I remember a video being produced. I remember watching this and just feeling like true envy. That's like envy in the most like classic sense of like, I wish it were me.
0: You also kind of have a similar story from years later where it became urban myth territory, but he allegedly on his, I think, Believe tour, slept with a girl, a friend of a friend of a friend, made her sign an NDA, obviously, but she broke it to tell her boyfriend that she cheated on him with Justin Bieber. Oh my god. And then the boyfriend told everyone. Like truly everyone. They broke up. I this okay, this was such big news at the time. Whoa. Really crazy.
1: Oh my God. How old were you at the time, or how old was she? Oh,
0: we would have all been like nineteen, twenty. 20. Nice. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like the time where... He's six months older than me. He's a 94 baby. It was a real gripe for me for a long time because I felt this innate sense of competition. With which...
1: Justin Bieber? <laughs>
0: With just how much he'd achieved in his short, short life. But the the competition, I think, was replaced by pity around this era, around this time. Yeah, honestly, go. We want Go you- off. <laughs> We're officially introducing you to Katie Weaver. Katie uh-huh. Weaver. Angel. She is, without question, I think, one of the greatest profilists on the planet. During her tenure at GQ, which was when this profile was published, she was like the go-to gal for the big celebrity cover story i mean her credits include cardi b gal Gadot, jerry seinfeld she once and i remember this very specifically opened a profile of kim kardashian by touching her boobs and oh, i'll never yeah. forget it i have chills <laughs> i was absolutely yeah full body chills and you know that doesn't happen to me as often as you no i forever changed yeah So she's now at the New York Times where she does like a lot of deep dives and like Gonzo-esque pieces. I
1: I actually um, almost wrote her a letter in college. I I was remembering as we were getting ready for this, I was going to write her in college. Like when I was a freshman, like I was like such a true fan That's for so long. Well,
0: what's so ironic is that we did write her for some background info on this profile. And I did want to read out her following response. I can't remember if this made it into the final piece, but just last week, I suddenly remembered how I met his tiny dog mid-interview, Justin Bieber's tiny dog. Which that is in the piece. That is in the piece. No idea if he still has Esther. And she smelled incredible. Fur that smelled nicer than most people's hair. The scent continues to haunt me years later. (laughs) Thank you, Katie Weaver, for that. I know, really making this piece
1: like 4D a little bit. It's like now you're in the room with us. You're smelling (laughs) Esther with us.
0: So if 2016 feels a little fresh for you, Ivana, that's because we just visited her. We just traveled back in time with Margot Robbie to this very year. Mm -hmm. And life was simpler before the, uh, the open secret of Harvey Weinstein was made truly... Open. Pokemon Go was having a massive moment. It oh, was my God. one of the top Google searches in 2016. We did lose two pop icons this year in Prince and David Bowie. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah, two one year. year. The hashtag Oscar's so white took over when, for the second year in a row, all 20 Oscar nominees in the acting categories were white. Shocking. 20 nominees all oh my god What doesn't that feel so foreign now sort of but also sort of not can you
1: believe that this is only the second time a woman of color has won best actress yes since halle berry and like for monster and
0: the first asian woman yeah,
1: yeah. first, yeah yeah
0: <laughs> dicaprio actually won this year for revenant yeah for revenant oh my god and he said in his speech thank you to his friends thank you to the friends you know who you are which just shows, I mean, he's always for the boys. That is Kevin Connolly, that is David Blaine, that is Toby McGuire. He's like, shout out to the boys, like, lads, like, you always got me, you held me down. Finally, an extremely big year for Beyonce. She released one of the most famous albums of all time about uh, her husband's infidelity, Lemonade. And gave a particularly politically charged performance at the Super Bowl. hmm We are in February 2016. We are about eight or nine months out from donald trump being elected the 45th president of the united states and about 10 months from when i immigrated to america
1: oh my god well this was actually when i got my citizenship
0: oh my god look at us american girls i know wow waving that flag (laughs) but in 2016 i mean justin bieber was coming off almost 10 years of being the butt of the joke and i think to fully understand that we need to go back to the beginning so Mm -hmm. i want to talk about justin in the early days Um, So he was discovered by Scooter Braun, who we now know famously represents Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, who clicked on one of his YouTube videos by accident, apparently, and then pursued him and brought him out to, I think, Miami, it was, where he introduced him to Usher and Usher signed him. But I didn't know that the Biebers or Justin and his mom, Patty, were kind of fiercely religious, like very Christian. And Scooter Braun is Jewish. And Patty <laughs> apparently said, God, I gave him to you. You could send me a Christian man, a Christian label, God, you don't want this Jewish kid to be Justin's man, do you? Whoa! Yeah, isn't that
1: weird? That's super weird.
0: weird. Yeah, yeah. But in by 2010, I mean Justin was the most searched for celebrity on the internet. Like, doesn't that show teen girls' power?
1: Teen girls are the most
0: powerful force on the planet.
1: Oh my God! The the way cyclone spec. No, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way that they. Can change culture in an instant. Truly. They launch
0: careers. They literally (laughs) launch careers. He became the most viewed music video on YouTube. I think that was one time. And then he accounted for 3% of all traffic on Twitter. Whoa. It's actually, it's so crazy. Okay, women in STEM, the numbers are staggering. (laughs) (laughs) This this particular period, he was gearing up or had just released Purpose. There were some rocky years between believe his third album and purpose which i think was his fifth you remember believe because it had insane results um boyfriend and as long as you love me were just massive hits it debuted straight at number one on the billboard hot 200 and then beauty and the beat (laughs) held the record for the most video views in 24 hours when it was released wow it was just like a huge huge hit and then uh, this was 2012 2013 things took a real turn Okay, so he hosted SNL. Bill Hader said he did not enjoy the presence of Bieber and his entourage and said that at his eight years on SNL, Bieber was the only host that lived up to his reputation. <gasps> he was graffitiing hotels in Australia. He was peeing in a mop bucket of a restaurant that got caught on camera. He was filmed smoking weed. There was rumors that he was like addicted to lean and taking a lot of shrooms and MDMA. Go off King. He was caught sneaking out of a brothel in Rio de Janeiro. God, the list goes on. Like he was egging his neighbor's houses in Calabasas. And then he kind of started to work on his fourth album. It was called Journals. I am not familiar with this. Oh my God. Journals was my absolute favorite. Really? (laughs) It featured future Lil Wayne, like it was his real R&B hip hop come at me kind of moment. Uh But you won't remember it because he never really promoted it or toured it. And that was because Scooter Braun said I was not going to let him work. Essentially, he said, all he wanted was to tour. And I honestly, at that time felt if he toured, he could die.
1: That's probably true. There was like that one year that
0: could have Things was could so have taken shaky. a violent
1: turn. Yeah.
0: We didn't emphasize this enough during the Selena Gomez episode, but they were on and off during this time. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how clear we made this. They were on and off for eight years in total. Mm-hmm. Like no wonder people cannot let go. Like the chokehold that relationship has on anyone who came of age in the 2010s. Yeah. It's just so at the forefront of cultural consciousness. And so at this point he was seeing Selena but he was arrested for a DUI in Miami with another girl in the car. And then around the same time he was calling Haley Baldwin a good friend. So after this kind of arrest, the real apology tour started. I think he recognized he was off the deep end somewhat and he signed up for a Comedy Central roast, which was extremely popular and well-known Pete Davidson performed his pet monkey. Appeared on stage during this roast, but the monkey was later confiscated when he got to Germany, and the two never united. Oh. The monkey's name was Morley, and so we are dropping Purpose. It's undoubtedly the biggest album of his career. His feelings about Selena are literally etched into every lyric of the album, including two of the number one hits, which were "What Do You Mean?" and "Sorry." And he oh, went, sorry, I sorry. Am-
1: I danced harder than I've ever danced
0: in my life to sorry when
1: that played in As you the Chicago bars in 2016. And you
0: should not have to apologize
1: for that. No. <laughs> and I won't say I'm sorry. Ooh, I won't say I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So apparently a lot of it was about Selena and he hinted on the Ellen show that he cheated on her in the past and he could see them getting back together one day. And yeah, I mean, this was the first male artist to have three, Number ones from the same album since Justin Timberlake with the future sex love sounds. So yeah, what do you mean Sorry and Love Yourself were the number ones?
1: Some of those songs are so good that I wish that there was a way that we could just stop the podcast and play them like fully right now. Oh my God. Just start to finish and let people jam for a moment and then like return and then we continue.
0: Oh my God. If copyright wasn't a thing. I know. Also, just there, I've never been so compelled during this research and on this particular episode to just play TikToks. There's just so much, so much that would be added auditorially if we were were to work those in but there was a lot of backlash as well it was pretty justified around purpose because he took this massive sidestep away from r&b and hip-hop which had kind of been his pivot after pop heartthrob boy to then transition into like electro dance and be collaborating with like skrillex and dj snake and diplo i mean it was this kind of abandonment of black culture which i think was like
1: which i feel like so many artists have oh yeah done that exact
0: miley cyrus M- yes. yeah. yeah yeah mike will made it oh i'm in the club with my j's on right
1: <laughs> right of course it slaps i'm like wait i know what we can do we can just sing all these songs yes. <laughs> this is
0: all time we try and get signed yeah. oh my god oh. can you imagine we a pop career rises from the podcast <laughs> the uncover girls coming to a town near you oh my god so this is all to say that we now arrive february 2016 when this profile is published justin is now 21 all that all that life in 21 years and at the absolute like climax of this redemption tour and my god this subheadline, the little paragraph below the headline is the mona lisa of all subheads it just gets the crux of the issue immediately it reads sure Justin Bieber has made some mistakes. The monkey, the mop bucket, a few historical desecrations along the way. Then he spent all of last year telling us he was sorry. Though it turns out he didn't mean sorry so much as, well, we'll let him explain. Now he's found a better way to make up with the world by making the best music of his life and forcing us all to rethink what we believe, believe, question mark, about him. Does that not...
1: Oh my God, it would reel in anyone. I mean hook line and sinker yeah I'm done cool. I'm in Yeah, I'm there's in. no
0: choice but to read it all the way through to the final sentence I'm gonna preface this with it's gonna be a struggle for me not to just do a dramatic reading of this no, profile no this is the thing I was
1: like I'm actually so curious how she's gonna go about this without reading just every word of the profile
0: it's, it's like so we're just here good. audiobook
1: style Definitely. because I couldn't choose
0: which parts I would pick out I was gonna say it's so finger licking good yeah. <laughs> And which is why I feel so perfect that it opens with literal chicken fingers. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's read (laughs) the chicken finger platter that has been placed before Justin Bieber is like something out of a children's book An illustration from a story about a boy who becomes King whose first and last Royal decree is that it's chicken finger time tenders are not even listed on the menu of this restaurant its offerings are confined to ideas like parsnip puree or pomegranate gastrique the fingers have been conjured unbidden out of the invisible fabric of the universe for justin bieber who is not eating them perfect scrumptious
1: oh my god perfect
0: perfect
1: it tells you everything how how the world revolves around him and how he interacts with it it's
0: it's perfect. It's so good. So Katie and Bieber are sitting in an outdoor cabana of the Beverly Hills Hotel.
1: Yeah. Is it the be- I thought it was just a hotel in Beverly Hills, unmentioned, because that's where he's living.
0: I was going to say perfect, because when were we last at the Beverly Hills Hotel? Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. What a dream. I know. But no, okay. No,
1: I think it might be kept a secret because he was living, living here. There. So I think it would have been like a wild security issue to alert people that Justin Bieber is living in the Beverly <laughs> Hills Hotel. Everyone would be... Yeah. At the in the lobby camping, tents
0: out. I mean, I was confused by the hotel in Beverly Hills. Yeah. It does sound very close to, to the, Beverly the Beverly Hills, Hills hotel. hotel. No, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, well, like you said, he, yeah. he's living here at this point, and that's because he sold his Calabasas mansion to Khloe Kardashian. There were apparently all these clashes with police and neighbors, so he's in full kind of Lindsay Lohan-era mode of hotels around the clock. I have to read you her full description of him. No, I think it's, yeah. He is slight, with rashes of tattoos spreading down both arms. His hair, cropped close on the sides, long enough on the top to be tied in a short bleached ponytail, is tucked under a gray Supreme beanie. He is wearing what could be anywhere from two to 41 black sweatshirts (laughs) of various lengths, layered and distressed leather pants that retail for $2,500. Everyone else by the pool is wearing clothes. He is wearing fashion. It's good. It's good. I mean, she sets the scene and like, let me tell you, it is an awkward one. Well, in most profiles, I feel like we go back to the beginning. We really unravel when they entered the public consciousness and how they got here to this interview in this restaurant with this outlet. But like Katie doesn't even let up for a second. She gets right into the thick of it when it comes to Justin's many mistakes There's no clutter here. It's just all like, I know what
1: you're wondering
0: and let me give it to you. And she says, Justin treats everything that he has done thus far as assumed knowledge. So she says, we know Pi is 3.14. We know Justin Bieber was arrested on suspicion of drunk driving in Miami. A charge dropped as part of a plea deal. We know he abandoned a monkey, a young monkey in Germany. The young monkey really hit me in the. Uh, I know. The old, the I old know. caboose. I know. She gets
1: into like the details of the monkey. There's yeah. going to be a full breakdown. Breakdown. If of you don't remember the, events of the monkey,
0: yeah, I didn't remember. I forgot about the monkey. Yeah, me and being too. a
1: pet owner now, I'm looking at Penelope right now. Penelope's
0: my cat. Gorgeous cat. Penelope Gorgeous. Cruz yeah. is her full name and how she prefers to be addressed. <laughs> uh, but Katie immediately dives into like the number of times that Justin was just publicly self-flagellating throughout the past year so she talks about the comedy central roast she talks about his alan interview but she makes the very salient point nothing that he did was going to re-pedestalize him other than good music good music is the only thing that was really going to pull him out and redeem him to the public and that's what purpose is like it is good she writes purpose achieved for justin what years of wearing saggy pants could not even that oh my mm-hmm. god It made people regard him as an adult artist capable of appealing to people old enough to rent a car. Suddenly, everything was going mostly right. Collaborations with EDM, Maestro, Skrillex, and Diplo earned sterling reviews from music critics. The album produced an unbroken string of hits. Grown men now love Justin Bieber's music too, reported the Associated Press somberly. (laughs) People were even beginning, experimentally, to enjoy Justin Bieber, the person. It's so true. Yeah. Do you remember that
1: era? I do. Do you remember the switch? I do. Because I feel like there was a a moment where moms in grocery stores were like, that nasty boy.
0: (laughs) And then all of a sudden they were like, that young man is trying. He's back on track. He's back on track. And he's got a great hit. To Katie's point, men with shaved undercuts and baby buns just grooving, yeah. grooving like it was the, <laughs> the last song
1: and the last night on earth. I know. Living. I was friends with a bunch of, like, honestly, I would say cool jazz musicians, classic hipsters. Yeah, yes. yes. And all of them, like, whenever we would go out dancing, we were all like, let's go. I hope they play Sorry tonight. Yes. Truly how fast that switch happened,
0: which brings us to a great quote from him. Everyone, when they start growing up realizes, man, I did some dumb shit when I was younger. This is Justin speaking. It's not just me. If I could go back, I wouldn't really change much. I think it's all my journey. The stuff that made me who I am. This is kind of one of the deeper, more probing quotes we get because honestly, a lot of what he says is pretty stilted. I think it's really obvious to me when a writer is kind of jigsawing sentences because the talent literally gave them truly nothing. And I think my instinct, I don't know about you, is to furiously hide that fact. Just try and make it sound like you had this once in a lifetime conversation. Yeah, like, like it,
1: just sitting knee to knee and holding hands. Yeah, we gave each other everything and more. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. The reality was like it was a awkward and tense <laughs> 37 minute interview when
0: can we tell your duolipa story stop (laughs) the name will
1: be bleeped the name will be bleeped we're not bleeping
0: the name (laughs) nothing was said nothing was said nothing was said one day on the patreon on the patreon but what i love about katie is that she just refuses to disguise the facts but
1: i loved this quote and i felt like i resonated with this quote there's some grace you know to use a religious term that justin bieber is giving himself you will get into the religion. Just yeah. you wait. Oh, it's there. It's, oh, it's always going to be there. there was,
0: there's so much God to come. I just love that she doesn't even fake the fact that it's a, it's like, a. it's hard work. So she says, let's know before we go too much further that Justin Bieber is not easy to talk to. God, that is like such refreshing honesty. I know. He only speaks in monosyllables. He won't even nod or mm-hmm in fear of entrapment. Like he's so scared that she could proffer something and he could say like, mm-hmm. And that could be taken as like an admission or an affirmation when that wasn't his intention. He was just kind of being polite and encouraging the conversation. Which I get.
1: That right. is so hard to carry on a conversation with someone that is truly just blankly staring at
0: you. Not even You're nodding. Like, um. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so hard for us to even talk to each other without jumping in. I know. And like legally, not legally, <laughs> but like the audio rules say we're
1: not supposed to do the mm hmm
0: We are famous for our telepathic mm-hmms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's so media trained and she says, whatever the reason he's doing this, like it is unsettling. It's unsettling to share a personal story or ask a long winded question and be met with Justin Bieber's silent, cool eyed stare the entire time you're talking. (laughs) Justin Bieber makes eye contact like a person who has been told that eye contact is very, very important.
1: And I've had a few conversations in my life with people like that. And I find myself suddenly feeling like I'm on a stage in front of hundreds.
0: Yes. You become so self-conscious, like so inward.
1: In a way that I never am. I just,
0: it brings
1: something out of anyone. Have you ever
0: tried eating when someone's watching you? And you know that they are looking away so you can take the bite. The the piece of food on the fork is like hovering in the air, but you don't want to physically put it in your mouth in front of them. And so they kind of look away and you're just like, thank you for this brief reprieve so I can like eat my food. Wow, an unwritten rule. That is, and this is what this is. He won't give you the look away. Yeah. He's just staring you down as you open your mouth. It just violates all social norms. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) And then God enters the chat. Yeah. Hallelujah. We knew he he was coming. (laughs) So, Katie makes it clear pretty quickly that talking about God is one of the only circumstances where Bieber will be forthcoming. She writes Unlike employees, friends, and family members, God never disappoints and is never disappointed in Justin Bieber. In conversation, Bieber alludes often to the fallibility of those closest to him. I've had people that burned me so many times. And then, if we invest everything we have in a human, we're going to get broken. God is probably the only person in the universe Bieber can really trust. Amen.
1: I have a question for you about the next quote uh, that he goes on to say. So he says, I feel like that's why I have a relationship with him because I need it. I suck by myself like when I'm by myself and I feel like I have nothing to lean on. Terrible, terrible person. It just gives me some sort of hope and something to grasp onto and a feeling of security and a feeling of being wanted and a feeling of being desired And I feel like we can only get so much of that from a human. I'm so curious where you stand on his marriage to Haley Bieber. And, you know, famously, their union is a religious one, anointed in like the Hillsong celebrity universe. God is first universe. Reading this felt so interesting to think about this idea of I am terrible by myself and I need God and I need God and I need accountability in my life and I need sort of someone to be there in order to not
0: be terrible. I think you just hit on the the key to it all. Mm-hmm. is someone to be there. This will become clearer as the profile goes on. Haley makes an appearance. Stay tuned. And it's very clear that he needed someone. And I don't, again, like, I don't want to therapize him or but i feel like he needs a person just there like it's kind of just like if you're there and you're free and you're available to me that's all i ask that's Mm -hmm. what i need of you it's like people whose love languages is time spent i feel like they feel the same
1: yeah and i think that's actually the like the sweetest way to look at it this is what i need out of a relationship Relationship. whether that relationship is with god or with a partner yeah
0: and i think God kind of manifests himself in her a little bit to Justin. I mean, this could be complete conjecture, but... Well,
1: no, but I've I've talked to really religious people who are like, the reason that my marriage is so successful is because there's actually a third person in it, and that person is God. Whenever there are doubts or one of us is fallible, which we are because we're human beings and we're imperfect, we can both turn to God. And... I'm not a religious person, but I see where the comfort is there.
0: Yes. I also see when you're making $53 million a year by 21 and you are such a profitable entity and there's nothing really left to achieve or strive for when you are a chart-topping artist. Spirituality is kind of one of the few things that you can improve upon. And I can see why that's such a, that's such a draw. It gives me kind of Tom Cruise energy in the sense of, when you've achieved so much, what is left? And B, how do you explain to yourself that you are so successful and other people are not? How do you justify the fact that you are a chosen one? Mm. I think that's really hard to explain without God. For me, I mean, I'm pretty – Agnostic, like verging on the the Mm side, so they just need something to explain it all, and like he says, like some sense of hope, like some light, something to hold on to.
1: There's always been celebrities ex spirituality, even if it's It's not religion outright. It is so, it's such a hot collab. It makes a lot of sense to me because. Yeah, well, I'm not religious. I do feel like I'm spiritual and it can really be like almost addicting to be like, I'm going to be a better
0: person. I'm going to. Yeah. And do you find it interesting that throughout celebrities, very intensified relationships with some kind of deity, are they giving back? Are they living by the tenants? Right.
1: I don't know. I don't know if you can qualify Thanksgiving, making 50 meals at a local shelter as your due diligence when you are making billions and billions of dollars. that's the harshest thing i think you've ever said on <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> well it's just sho- i'm corrupting my nice yeah. little friend <laughs> no that's one that's always so shocking to me like when what
0: it- does this ultimately look like for you in the sense of fulfilling a mission and then the pièce de la résistance was that good that was the, I think yeah the best, I yeah know. that was great um Bieber tells me that dwelling on negativity is exactly what the devil wants. He wants us to not be happy. He wants us to, you know, not live the life that we can truly live. If that's true, then the devil must be livid right now because Justin Bieber is on top of the world.
1: Oh, I love some devil talk. (laughs) I know. It's so fun. It's so fun to bring him into this. (laughs) Nothing gets me going. Like when the devil just shows up. I know. When someone's talking about what the devil wants, what the devil likes, what the devil doesn't like, I'm
0: always, my ears perk right up. And then she really just springboards off this straight into the monkey enclosure, so to speak. Um, This is when we get right into Molly and the fact that she was confiscated in Germany because he alleges she was endangered. Um, or he? I don't know. We never learn the gender. Or do we? That they, them to us. Oh, no. His. His. His name. A gentleman monkey. So almost as soon as this news broke, she writes, the OG Molly story took on a mythic quality. The primate, a pet owned by noble women in Renaissance art and by Michael Jackson, became a symbol of Bieber's excess. His loss of it was indicative of irresponsibility. His failure to reclaim it marked Bieber as uncaring. The father, no monkey deserved. Tattoo it on my the, lower. The back. father, no monkey
1: deserved. Imagine you and I get it. Lower back tattoos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good boy. Good monkey. <laughs> Stop. That that Shawn Mendes tattoo was for his dog, though. Just to give you some. Bad no. Katie goes on to say, but as best as I can tell, he really loved that monkey, and that is such a. I, that is such a beautiful, redeemable line. When you talk about grace, thank God. If I read the, the the father no monkey deserved, the mother no monkey deserved me, I would, that would just cut me right down. Yeah. He says, honestly, everyone told me not to bring the monkey. Everybody. Everyone told me not to bring the monkey. I was like, it's going to be fine, guys. It was, he shuts his eyes, the farthest thing from fine. Katie asks, would you ever go back and visit him? He says, um, Maybe. Would you get another one? Yeah, one day. Just got to make sure I got a house and it stays in the fucking house. (laughs) People are always like, why did you get a monkey? If you could get a monkey, well, you would get a fucking monkey too. Monkeys are awesome. (laughs) Absolutely. I wanted to let that hang, but I couldn't. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I love that Katie, like, actually rarely uses the word I, but she's so a part of the story. It's never self-indulgent. She just fuels the narrative. And I guess, like, literally in this case, the dialogue by inserting herself in the story.
1: Totally. And asking the questions that we all want to know. She is
0: the every woman sitting with Justin Bieber. Like, she's all of us. Yeah.
1: Honestly, this, it would have been, I think, very easy to write this in a way that makes him feel like an irredeemable figure. But instead, what I'm left feeling is bad for him sadness sadness that he he loved this monkey and he he made a mistake he thought it would be fine she
0: does say you can't not feel a bit bad for him it's devastating
1: and like i've had friends do dumb things like adopt dogs with significant others that they've been dating for like four months and then they have to give it away this is something that young people do sometimes where they just like really make a big mistake i know yeah Um, and and the monkey's not dead you know
0: I I mean, we don't know now, but we don't know where Molly is in a
1: zoo, right? Now, I don't know. Oh my god, I
0: know we we have to keep going. (laughs) I know we have to jump right off. And I don't remember this from my initial read years ago. He talks a lot about Adderall and it's really dark. Yeah,
1: irresponsible
0: prescription vibes.
1: I've known many people to have this experience where they're prescribed Adderall or they start to take Adderall or they've taken it since they were kids. It's given them horrible anxiety and then withdrawing from it has been like a really intense
0: experience. And this is what he says. He's been taking Adderall because he's restless, quote unquote, but he's not sleeping. He has immense anxiety. And is that supposed to be a side effect if you have ADHD? It can be for some people. I okay. Think all the
1: sort of mm. amphetamines, if you will, the Ritalins, the Adderalls, the vivans People completely lose their appetite, or disassociate, or have like extreme anxiety. Even if you are diagnosed
0: ADHD. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that.
1: I know, and and then also some people, it's like use error. Like if people take them and then take also drink a ton of coffee, which like some people just do. That yeah. can like increase anxiety
0: hugely. Yeah. Well, she he talks about like I'm not getting restful sleep. So during the day I need Adderall to concentrate because I'm not getting the proper, you know, when you're, when you sleep, your body creates endorphins, creates these things. And when you're not getting that sleep and then she goes on to write, Justin Bieber tells me a lack of sleep is compromising his entire immune system. He says he hopes to cut out the Adderall gradually and replace it with something really, really natural, like a natural sleep aid. And that's what he's going to New York for. So he's apparently going to New York very, very soon, if not tomorrow. And he's hoping to detox from Adderall. It's giving me got to keep this money machine making money. He's got to keep going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Like there's no time for him to not. It's like an Elvis story. It doesn't matter what's going on. Like he needs to get
0: on the stage. Pump him full of amphetamines and send him out to the screaming girls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very much that story all over again. They hid in the elevator at the hotel accidentally on purpose Justin presses the wrong button they head down to the basement they see his new Ferrari I guess this is a very name-dropping car manufacturer because it's like GQ which I guess oh yeah right right
1: right I forget that people
0: care and know about cars cars. yes yes he says things like body kit and then he asks his bodyguard about Haley, which is so funny so Hailey Baldwin has popped up She is 19. He is 21. He doesn't have a phone. He can't text her. But apparently she's just chilling in the room.
1: For her to be introduced at a line break where he asks his bodyguard, is Haley in my room?
0: I was like, this wasn't newsworthy to put
1: straight up the top. Yeah, she was not yet known on her own. (laughs) But
0: Ivana, like, here's where it gets weird. So Haley is in the room, the bodyguard confirms. They go up to see her and she's doing nothing. Like she's literally doing nothing. She's sitting on a pristinely made bed and like a black crop top and tight black pants, which gorgeous model of Judy. Katie specifically says, no TV, no book, no phone, no computer, no music, no oil paints, nothing. She is pretty and polite and 19 and asks me what's up. I'm impressed she does not hide in the bathroom with the shower running, which is what I would do if my super famous rumored boyfriend showed up unannounced with a journalist in the middle of the day. I feel guilty for keeping Justin from her. The suite is lovely, but smaller and less opulent than I would have imagined. Haley and I and Esther, shout out, Hello. Esther. Hello. Amazing it's smelling Esther. Esther. <laughs> Haley and I and Esther take seats at a round table while Justin takes up an acoustic guitar. Okay, so what this is. A what, a what a scene, what a scene, what a scene, what a scene. What a scene. That is a Renaissance painting. Yeah. Oh my God. Painting. Jesus at the table. She's at the table. She is a disciple. Maybe that's just what we call her. A disciple? a groupie who made it big
1: i don't know okay they were childhood friends
0: right am i no no they got introduced by like stephen baldwin right backstage they were photo together she was a super fan
1: she was constantly
0: tweeting about jelena no you didn't know this i didn't know this i thought that
1: they were i thought they grew up together not that they grew up together but i thought that they knew each other like from young fame
0: no She was never famous. Now, I don't know if this has been verified or not, but long-term Justin fan accounts have come out and said, yeah, Haley used to message me and ask where he was to stage a run-in. Oh. All her tweets are so documented of her being like, Justin Selena forever. And that's why I think all derision has come from over the past few weeks. I do feel terribly for this girl that she is being the concert
1: where everyone chanted, fuck Haley. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're. That was recent. We are taking this too far. I, I understand annoyance with a model.
0: No, it's not. It's not the fact that she's a model. There's a lot. I mean, it's. What's so... going on here, Beatrice? Oh, my Tell God. Tell me what's going on There's here. So because I feel go-
1: lost. I understand that Selena fans still want them to find their way back to each other, yeah,
0: I don't know. The response that she gets it's dislike, I think. yeah, I think I think it's it goes back to what we have been saying. and I think she's stepping out into her own a lot more now, but, It very much felt like she exists for Justin. Ivana and I stumbled across a TikTok today, which was truly the best thing we've ever seen. (laughs) Hayley doing a what's in the bag type situation where she pulls out. The question was, what's the most surprising thing that you have in your purse? And she pulled out a medical textbook. (laughs) It basically said, I'm not in college, but it does mean I can still educate myself. And she starts flipping through like a medical glossary. Yeah, it's like a a terminology textbook. Someone commented on that. She's reading up about lupus, which is Selena's autoimmune disease. But that's, I think, what really shines forth in this profile, which was years ago. Like he goes back to... Selena Gomez, after this. And it's just clear she's there. Like, she's just there. The I description
1: think- of her sitting in the bed doing nothing the music, book, the no phone, book. nothing. Like, I mean, maybe what we're seeing is just someone really living in the present. Like yeah. I- <laughs> And then what's <laughs> <laughs> just like, because it's also, just so far to towards, come in unannounced. <laughs> she's just alone with her I'm thoughts. I'm like, freak. Like, <laughs> mostly it's just so shocking because they've come in unannounced. So yes. it suggests that she was completely that, like, surprised. Who knows? Yeah, like this has been going on for a while. It's like we don't have the story honestly the peace to just be waiting. Yeah. The peace. Meditative true reality.
0: What's so dark is they leave her again. And leave her to her own devices or perhaps no devices as it sounds like. And Katie then asks the obvious, like, is Haley your girlfriend? He shakes his head emphatically, affecting a confused expression as if he can't possibly fathom why I would assume he is dating the young woman in his hotel room whom he has been photographed kissing. I ask if she is just a friend. He kisses. Uh-huh. He says, I guess so. He later amends his description of Baldwin to someone I really love. We spend a lot of time together. <laughs> okay. And he expands, oh my God. <laughs> he expands a little bit, but I think it's that he. I want to believe or I'm assuming that he's... Keeping the door cracked for Selena, I really think that this is what it kind of is. Because he says, I don't want to put anyone in a position where they feel like I'm only theirs, only to be hurt in the end. I don't want to be held down, blah, blah, blah. What if Haley ends up being the girl I'm going to marry, right? If I rush into anything, if I damage her, then it's always going to be damaged. It's really hard to fix wounds like that. It's so hard. I just don't want to hurt her and as we say he goes on to get back with selena gomez and kendall Jenner sends hayley cupcakes for her birthday that spells fuck him and then that's the last time that they get back together him and selena because after that
1: he composes. comes to marriage yeah yeah, Proposes to
0: yeah. reposes i think two or three months max after him and selena break up for the final time
1: I would absolutely give anything to be in the minds of any of those three people as all of this is happening.
0: I know. And I think that's why people can't let go, because it felt so irrational and nonsensical. Like, you couldn't wrap your head around it. If this happened to your friends, you would be like, this is outrageous. He was just with Rachel, and now he's, like, posed to Monica. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, this is crazy. I
1: know. And it does feel like there is maybe a, you know, a Jen Brad... Angelina, moment here. Society has deemed this person is a villain, this person is an angel. Yeah. And then
0: Justin is somewhere in the middle. He then goes on to talk about Selena even more. He calls it the only bad breakup in his life and now describes their relationship as quote unquote good. He goes on to say, We don't talk often, but we're cordial. If she needs something, I'm there for her. If I need something, she's there for me. You've got a girl in your hotel room and you're still like talking about your ex, like, on the record, too. On Dude. the record. Okay, how did you feel about the next section, which is so much about his parents?
1: I found it interesting because I did not really know much about his background. I knew that it was religious, vaguely. I knew that he was obviously very young when he got famous. He had a teen mom. Yes, yeah. yeah. And and the similarity there with, like, Selena and her upbringing. So I was so
0: ecstatic to read something about parents because I feel like we never hear that. Yeah, And it is such, a obviously, a formative... Thing His quotes, I think, actually tell us
1: new information and are revealing in terms of like the way that he is growing up and growing into himself as an adult, which I feel like the early 20s are a very awkward time with our parents. And Things we are see different. Them for who they are. We see, it's clear that it's all coming out for him. So I liked how nuanced this section is. And I feel like um, Katie did a gorgeous
0: job. She really gets into it. She says that his mom, Patty, who now lives in Kauai, Um, had him at 17 but before that she was a drug dealer she attempted suicide by launching herself into the path of an oncoming truck and then she had a spiritual awakening in a mental ward and then she goes on to discuss jeremy bieber justin's father who was very much portrayed as absent and um And was kind of not present Justin's birth because he was in jail but he was there when Justin was arrested in Miami and so the tabloids often kind of paint a portrait of Jeremy as like a bad influence and it's interesting I mean I love her use of referencing the press here because she never makes her own assumptions her opinion is never really clear I mean the implication is that you know She probably doesn't think the most of Jeremy, but she paints both individual parents as multifaceted and and like
1: human. And yeah.
0: And this is where it gets weird again because he brings up Adderall. Yeah. They go back to New York and they are driving around town. They're heading to an arcade that closed down for Justin, especially. And he starts talking about Adderall. He says it's his first day like off it and breaks down the credentials of his doctor who apparently specializes with high agility athletes and people who have a lot of stress either to their body or mind. And then she says, who recommended this doctor to you? And then he completely shuts down. He says, I just don't think like the whole doctor thing is like something awesome to write about he just l- bristles yeah, like clams up and she says that this is really bizarre because he actually brought up his doctor and she thought it was a really banal question and it just really triggered something in him
1: i know that is so interesting and it was then weird uh, as quickly as it came it goes because then they arrive to an arcade
0: i know and then they're just playing games together like, classic classic
1: here i am getting my piercing with
0: Charlize Theron, you have to have an activity. And of yeah, some kind. canoeing with like <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. When we talk about this podcast in the sense of uh, bizarre blind date, this is exactly what yes. it is. Yes. Like you just get thrust into this weird activity, like bowling, yeah. and then you just or mini golf, and I then know. you're suddenly like competing, it's like competing to win these arcade games, and she she's ribbing him when he misses a shot of putting a ball through a hole and she says you're supposed to get it in the hole he throws the joke back at her when she misses and says is that what your boyfriend says she goes i tell him it wouldn't make sense (laughs) to my boyfriend to say that Which is so true. It's so funny. Your boyfriend's like, you're supposed to get it in the hole. Yeah,
1: Yeah, something that we do have to talk about is that this profile is so... There are so many moments where I'm like, this is a joke. So funny. We've
0: had some pretty, pretty serious pieces that we've, we've delved into. I mean, not the least being MIA and the Sri Lankan Civil War or Cambodia and Angelina Jolie or... Yeah. Meghan Markle and Montecito like there have been so many instances where it's just been like, trudging through absolute quicksand of <laughs> geopolitical crises and this is just oh my god laughing laughing with the girls just you are on an awkward date with a teenage boy whose yeah. like prefrontal cortex has not developed is years off from developing yeah 24, 25, when is the... made? 25. 25, yeah. yeah. He's, he's got four more years. It, I know it is hard as like a grown woman to be like, yeah, totally. Yeah, am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> One has to lean into the absurdity of it. Like yeah. the absurdity of the
0: monkey, the absurdity of the arcade. This is kind of my only gripe with the profile because I do think it's pretty damn perfect and so entertaining, is that the ending feels a little bit watered down. Like, only because... The entirety is so punchy. It's blow after blow after blow. Like you are on your toes. And she does a beautiful job. I mean, she wraps up this really comprehensive portrait of his life. But I would have loved for it to be brought back to the kingdom and the chicken fingers. And
1: the <laughs> fact that he's like king of the world. I think we differ because I think it does come back to it in the final I... sentence where it's like back to his kingdom, back to his hotel, back to the chicken fingers. Totally. It's also there in the he's only 21. It felt like just a magic, really a magic pairing of Katie Weaver and Justin Bieber. You know what?
0: It feels abrupt, but I think it's supposed to feel that way. Because yeah. then he's hustled into a black SUV and, like, cut it off into the night. The final sentence being, he's been in New York less than 24 hours, but it's time to fly back to the hotel where he lives.
1: No, and I think the abruptness where she, like, gives us, I think, a wink. The arcade has been shut down for 90 minutes, and... When the appointed hour of our exit arrives, after which he'll never have to sit through any of my torturous questions, we're faced with a security issue. And so it just feels like our time together is done.
0: I think it's just too subtle for a dummy like me. I think I really wanted like a beautiful bow. And it's just it's subtle. Like Mm -hmm. it really is. I was trying to be critical. And I think the only other thing missing is like an outside perspective. I wish Haley got to talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, can I just have a second with Haley and just <laughs> ask her where she's at? Or um, Scooter Braun. It would have been really nice. I mean, it's a GQ cover. That should give you entry to every kind of backdoor in terms of his relationships. I mean, when you think of the Drake GQ cover, I mean, that was yeah, yeah. great. Or, I mean, the bodyguard. think that... I mean, the way that she managed to break down his entire life story in the public eye through this lens of like sins and redemption, that she ventured into this less trodden territory of his parents, how she got him to be so honest when he would have been such a, like it would have been pulling teeth to get those quotes. I mean, it's so, so good.
1: No, I completely agree. This is such a blast to read this, but it is so quietly complex. Yes. In... In the issues that it touches on and in the time of his life that she's writing about. And I think she does it so elegantly where there is so much room for this to breathe. His early 20s and mistakes to breathe. It's like, never punishing. It's never punishing. It's never like this is a call to action to come after this man for all of the ways that he's absolutely royally fucked up. Which he has. And he admits he has. And she writes about how he has, very candidly. But yeah. it is, what she calls it in the headline, a reintroduction. It is. he. This is the new and improved Justin Bieber. Yeah, and he's thought about these things. And I think it's interesting he makes a point to say that he's not really saying sorry for them. It's more that he's acknowledging them and wanting to take responsibility with the fact that, like,
0: these things did happen, and he can recognize that they happened. And he has grown up. I mean, now I mean he was diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, which was – partial facial paralysis and he's canceled a lot of tour dates, but he seems to really, he's, there's no drama. He grew up really fast. It's, it's that simple. He grew up so fast. I think he did pretty much everything there is to do on the planet. And now he's free, so to speak, or maybe he'll retreat from the public eye entirely. I don't know. I can't really understand what his relationship to fame is like even now. I know I, I haven't really cracked that code but it and, does
1: seem like he's better, though, with another person in his life. Oh, as he, he kind of needs talks about, an anchor. Yeah, yeah. And he clearly has found that with Haley. The public will say what they will about her. But how do you feel about Justin after this?
0: I think I feel like I've always felt it's it's a Pisces boy. It's a little watery, emotional boy who I think tried to act tough. And I think Katie articulates that in a really beautiful way as well. She says he tried to be badass but he overshot it and he just (laughs) entered into regular old bad and i think she's bang on yeah so what are we giving her more and more it
1: feels like our scale is inapplicable because it's like what we're finding through this podcast is that profiles are complicated and they're hard no
0: two are the same no
1: two are the same they really aren't i don't it's apples and oranges it's like all of them Did something
0: huge. I would say everyone that we're including. Well, the reason we're talking about them is that they entered the zeitgeist in such a way that it was indelible upon our memories. I mean, I'm sticking by the scale in general, but I think for this particular one, I just don't think, I don't think it's applicable. I think N.A. Wow. The first N.A. The first N.A. Like this could be a book. This could be a song. This could be a musical.
1: I agree. Do you know what else I think? I think you and I... Particularly admire this because I think in the way that I'm forgetting which one was the profile that's like all your style that was
0: like oh Michael Pedernetti, yeah Drake. yeah exactly yes. no and
1: that I was like that's Beatrice that's a bit of Beatrice I think this is a bit of us I think this is like if we're talking about the things that you and I strive for this has a little bit of both of our styles in here and in that way it makes sense that it's an NA because we're both we're too close we're too close to I'm like okay. I'm looking into what I hope the future reveals, which is like that I can land a joke in GQ.
0: And Kitty Weaver will be back. Like this will not be the oh. last profile that we no, it cover of be. hers. Couldn't because be. there's just so there's too many. much good stuff. But she does a phenomenal job of reintroducing Justin Bieber. And we are eternally grateful for it. And for her little tidbit on Esther, yeah. the beautiful smelling Yorkshire Terrier. oh my god it has Um, been an absolute joy and privilege to be back in your bosom (laughs) thank you for holding us for caring for us for listening to us we truly love doing this and the fact that you are actually interested is just truly baffling because this feels like a school project that won't end but we literally love it and we love you so much thank you let us know if you align with uggos we love it but it's all it's about you ultimately oh yeah
1: send us anything send us all thoughts
0: sign up for the patreon please fulfill ivana's
1: dreams my dreams
0: my dreams to us you are all good boys
1: yeah thank you and we're getting it thank you and good night
0: (laughs) thank you and good night (laughs) bye